Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability. Unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us. Fully clothed. Mel, every time we record, you're eating. (laughs) I know, it's because it's my lunch hour. (laughs) I love it. And I'm I'm so dumb. You're just like, like, okay, go for it. (laughs) I'm like, you ready? You're like, yep, pop it in, pop something in your mouth. I'm like, hello, welcome. <laughs> I know. Are you ready? Not Recording in progress. And I just take a massive bite of food. <laughs> Will I learn ever? Probably not. Meh. Multitasking. But uh, happy Christmas Eve, everyone. Happy Merry Christmas Eve. Freaking Christmas. Oh, and Did Merry it- Christmas to you, Kaylin. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas Eve looks great. Your future looks really yeah. How's it look over there on Christmas Day? <laughs> Sunny. Sunny, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, obviously we're recording this not on Christmas Eve, but uh we're gonna launch it then. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying to Kaylin right now, here it feels very um like March. Very Marchy. I'm really hoping for snow. I'm starting to sound old because I'm like, man, we need the snow for moisture. <laughs> <laughs> But we, I just, I love white Christmases. Yeah. And, you know, secretly I'll be absolutely pissed if the one Christmas I leave, you guys don't get snow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your fault if we don't. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Christmas. Everything Christmas. Let's go. Christmas traditions, Mel. What do you do? Are you, do you like Christmas? Do you feel like it's Christmas? What's happening in your world? You know, Christmas has kind of over the years evolved, as I'm sure for so many. Like when I was younger, we used to get together. My family is very small on both sides, but we used to get together with like immediate, you do your Christmas. The grandparents would come over for brunch. We'd open Christmas presents, da, 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 da. And then we would go to our respective places, one Christmas day and one boxing day, either side of the family. And then as family started to grow um, and evolve, then it kind of just became grandparents and my, my family, the four of us and and then you grow up and you're still coming home. And then we haven't really, we don't really have any solid traditions right now. Um, for the longest time, we would either be going to my parents like for Christmas Eve and hauling everything. One year I was sick. We didn't even make it for Christmas. Um, and then last year was the first year where we chose to stay home for Christmas Eve and celebrate Christmas Eve German like style for Ryan's mom and uh his parents What is German are, style? Can you tell us? Like they do like um locks like salmon, like it kind of like a charcuterie board type of thing and mm. similar and you just get together Christmas Eve and in Germany the tree I don't know if it's still like this but when we were there like the tree is like a present in and of itself for the children so it's decorated behind a door and then the tree gets revealed to them on Christmas Eve now I don't know if that was just like Ryan's family that we celebrated with or but from what I understand that is like a a a tradition there and I thought that was so cool and there were presents underneath you open the presents so um we come we just celebrate uh we have locks and um, like cheese and bread, 
fondue, things like that. And uh, his sister and our brother-in-law come. And then last night, yeah, or last Christmas, and we went to sleep and Ryan's dad stayed. We woke up and celebrated Christmas morning here and then went to my parents, which I really enjoyed. However, this year is now changing again because, um, I mean, it's bittersweet because my parents are coming here because I no longer have any grandparents back home. They've all went. And uh, so this year we are hosting Christmas and my parents are coming here and they're going to celebrate Christmas Eve. So they're going to come in on the German Christmas and they're going to celebrate Christmas morning and we're going to do it all here which I'm super excited for. So, oh, in regards to Tertians, we don't have a lot other than we wear matching pajamas. The five of us always wear matching pajamas. Ryan gets them for my birthday. (laughs) And that's it. I mean, that's really wordy. I'm sorry. Good job for everyone hanging out and listening. But a long way around the bush to answer. We don't have a lot of (laughs) traditions. (laughs) Are you like, are you an elf on the shelf kind of parent or no? (laughs) If you have kids, stop. Five, four, three, two, one. No, I am not. And I am so grateful that I am not, especially this year, because I do not know how I would keep up. And I mean, it's a lot of work. Sure, it's magical, and I'm not poo-pooing it. If you do it, awesome. Good for you. But the elves mischievous, and I don't want to clean up. And also, I will forget. And no, we do not. We've been asked multiple times, but I've just said I've politely written Santa and requested an elf does not come to our house. Yeah. How about you? Do, do your, does your family do Elf on a Shelf for the girls? No, no. Um, We used to do it in the kindergarten room and it was fun. Like I liked thinking of the creative ways, um, but, and like the magic of the kids face faces, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could be able to keep it up for that long. Well, and I find the Elf on the Shelf is starting to bring really extravagant gifts. Hmm. and I just I cannot keep up with that yeah I like I love elf on the shelf because of all of the posts people make about them and I'm like that's clever that's funny 100% I love watching it yeah I just don't want to partake yeah my friend like my grown-ass friend and her roommate which is also an adult did it one year and just did so many inappropriate things it was an elf and a barbie yep she would snapchat me the different things and i'm just i was just dying like this is a good form of entertainment (laughs) um do you have any traditions um yeah um oh um (laughs) sorry we just got bombarded by the cutest little kids ever (laughs) um okay traditions Yes, I, okay, so um, it was really difficult. I, this is why I don't really like Christmas because I've always felt so torn. You know, my parents got a divorce at when I was eight and um, that was hard because like, you know, you got 
you got your your mom's side, your dad's side, then your grandparents, plus then your stepmom, and like all of her parents and people, and it's just like you can't be in five different places at once. So, um, Christmas was always like a very anxiety provoking time for me because I'm like I don't want to disappoint anyone, and I also don't want to feel guilty, and but I also can't be in five places at once. So, um. Yeah, our I guess our tradition, like, um, my stepmom's parents are so good at understanding that there is like two two uh, I don't know what to call them, like split families, um, in the in the works. So they always have Christmas early, and I love that. Like they'll have it at the beginning of December, so then everyone can be there and not feel bad about it and then also everyone has their own traditions too with their immediate family so that's so cool I love that they do that and then with my mom's side we have the 24th where we do a Chinese gift exchange and that's super fun we put a limit on it and then we just do that and then yeah it's like typical family stuff you know my uncle gets too drunk everything it's just it's it's a nightmare and then the next morning we wake up pretend like nothing weird happened just kidding nothing weird ever happens but like that not everyone just got wasted and we're all hung over and we're it sucks because there's no kids on that side not that I want to bring kids in on that side yet but like the magic isn't there you know so and then there's just like a room full of adults and we're like cool all right thanks for the gift that I didn't need or I'll never use but I'll try and be grateful for it and I don't know it's just weird and then and then usually Boxing Day, I go out to my dad's and we have like steak and shrimp and snowmobile and hang out with the girls and stuff. And then I think it was two Christmases ago, I actually spent Christmas with them and it was cool. They already have some traditions like they um, draw each other's names and then make something for that person. Um, and that's that's really cool. I loved to see the creativity that they had and all of that good stuff. But I think that's it for traditions. And then this year... I'm not going home for Christmas, so, um, yeah. (laughs) I remember Christmas, um, because we, at that juncture in our life, we're still going out to my Auntie Linda's. There weren't a whole bunch of kids in the mix yet, and that was weird to call everyone from Germany, like, and FaceTime everyone and see them all there and you're Mm -hmm. in another country it was kind of yeah it was weird um but it was super cool because you got to see other I I really enjoy seeing how other people celebrate things Mm -hmm. yes it feels extremely strange here because everyone's talking about summer and in my brain that's not Christmas right so like everyone's like oh this is what we're doing for the summer blah 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 blah, and I'm like cool and then I'll go into a store and there'll be like a Christmas tree and then there'll be like Santa in like a t-shirt on this advertisement and I was like okay it's not going to snow Kaylin and like traditions in New Zealand is like barbecues on the beach playing cricket um swimming hanging out I'm like, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I can get behind this. It's just going to be different. Yeah, that would be like in Germany, it's still cold. It's winter there when it's Christmas. So that's interesting. Well, and I think that like the Canadian and American um, Christmases are kind of like 
um, publicized. Like, you know, it's like always that cozy white Christmas with a fireplace. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's just like, it's all of the movies and in the media, right? And so everyone's familiar with our stuff. But yeah, this feels very unfamiliar to me. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a movie or like if you're go- you're going away somewhere tropical yeah. for Christmas to get out of the snow and then a snowstorm happens. Yeah, I but it, never- I've never seen a movie where it's just like, this is our family and we are living on a beach and it's Christmas and this is how we celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that, like, yeah, you're going on a vacation. Huh. So, on that topic, I've- what's your favorite Christmas movie? Ah, uh, none of them. The Grinch. Oh my God, I love The Grinch. You don't like Christmas movies? No, they're, I just, I fucking hate Christmas. Like, oh, that's fair. That's fair. And they're all the same. It's like, oh, this is a love story and everything's great. I'm like, no. No, no. My favorite Christmas movies are Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas. Give it to me. All. Oh, gosh, I could watch that. I've oh. never watched that. Please do. If you want to see Dysfunctional Family and be like, mmm watch it it is so funny they've got to see dysfunctional family i just like no no no. you gotta watch cousin eddie comes over and have you watched any national lampoons like vegas vacation anything with chevy chase i don't know okay you have okay that is your job national lampoons christmas just picture uncle or you know cousin sitting in a short rope grown man one of those hats, a cigar out his mouth, dumping his waste from his motorhome into a public sewer and looking over and being like, shitter's full. <laughs> Please watch it. I think I've seen that guy. Like, I can picture yeah. him. He's Quaid. Yeah. Dennis Quaid's brother, Randy Quaid. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. No, Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas, Grinch, those like... I love Scrooge. My dad and I used to watch Scrooge. Mm. The original. Nice. Yeah. Um, Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone's good. I do love Elf, too. Yeah. yeah. Like there are some good thing. ones. I just went straight to, like, yeah. No. I just hate those, like, Hallmark ones. Oh, yeah. I don't watch Hallmark Christmas movies. I also like um, the one with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Oh, yes. Home for the Holidays or something? No. Um yeah, that one where they're like, don't want, they want to go on a tropical vacation, and they get snowed in, and then they're on TV. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. On that topic, let's talk about that. Um. So a few episodes ago, we did talk about like boundaries and stuff, but something I didn't say until after I didn't I didn't see this on Instagram until after we recorded that episode, and it says that boundaries are the inv- boundaries are invitations. It's an invitation to love me better. And I'm like, whoa, I love that. And then I just finished my anxiety workshop here in New Zealand. And this one girl was talking to me about how much her family gives her anxiety. But she was like the glue of the family for so long. And she just feels like she has to do all of these things. And she just like does anything that her mom asks her to. Because like respecting your elder elders and um and just like she just takes it on right and I was like but like what is it costing you like you know to what expense and so then we were talking about boundaries and I said you have to 
give her this invitation to love you better. And, you know, if you keep on, if you keep on letting people walk all over you, it's, it's not going to be good. And I think that that is such a beautiful thing around Christmas too, is like, um, you know, they, they lie about what they're doing for the holidays and they end up on TV. And it's just like, that's more damaging than just being like, Hey, this year we're prior, like we're prioritizing our peace. We're going on a vacation. I love you. Bye. <laughs> I, um, like to Ryan told me to like, on the back, like you get what you put up with. Yeah. Oh, Ryan. R- Ryan came in with that. I was like, huh? He's like, you will get what you put up with. So if you put up with shit, you're going to get shit. Oh, simple. Love it. I was like, wow. And such a great, like, okay, so I'm not going to put up with that. So what does that mean? I'm going to place boundaries. What am I willing to put up with? What are mm-hmm. my core values? What am I a hard no on? Like, so true. Yeah. You get what you put up with. Because sometimes I think when you use the word boundaries, like that can yeah. be scary. Mm-hmm. I When I hear boundaries, I think of a wall. Like that's instantly just what goes up in my head is a wall. Mm-hmm. Where it's like when you say, like when he said to me, like you get what you put up with. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. And in return, I will be putting up boundaries, yeah. healthy boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like maybe maybe boundaries is like a wall but with a door and a bouncer at it. Or like a a wall that's a little bit malleable. Like it's not a hard stone wall. Like it's not gonna break, Mm -hmm. but there's some give. Like you're willing, like there is some move. Like I yeah, I don't know. Boundaries to me for some reason, and I don't know why, but it's just like (gasps) I don't like the word boundaries. Yeah, no, no, same. I had it explained to me by my one of my teacher's friends as like a nucleus. And uh-huh. it was like, you know, it just is, it flows. You co- yeah. It comes in and out and all of the things. But I also like thinking about boundaries as a bouncer. Like I say, it's $10, it's $10. You're coming in or you're not. Like, yeah. Ooh, that's it's as simple yeah. as that. And the, the choice is on the other person. Like yeah. I've set my price. You pay it or you don't. And if you don't choose yeah. to pay it, that's okay. Maybe we'll have a conversation outside of the club, but you ain't coming in. You're not getting me. I like that. Freaking twerking. You ain't seeing that. We're not at that depth, but you'll have that like, how's the weather kind of conversation, you know? You're not seeing me twerking. Not seeing me cage dancing. All right. Speaking of cage dancing. Whoa, whoa. Just kidding. (laughs) What's happening? Did you dance in a cage? No, I didn't dance in a cage, but I saw someone try some pole dancing. Oh, yeah, guys. I did some pole dancing in four weeks. I learned a routine. The ending was pretty rough. I didn't know what I was doing, but um, yeah, it was good. It was hard work. Um, so public service announcement: tripper, tip your stripper as well. That's hard work, guys. That's it hard is. work. You have to be fit. Oh, uh, Christmas is stripping. You'll never know yeah. what you get here. No, but honest to goodness, that pole dancing—they make it look so easy. It ain't. Like I'm fully aware of every single muscle in my body after a pulse dancing session and I also like ripped the insides of my legs a bit oh god I put some frozen peas on anyways gosh Um, okay we're gonna I'm gonna reel us back a little bit um Kaylin yeah this might be tricky, but what are you most looking forward to 
this holiday season. Oh, this boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, this Christmas, I think, is going to come with a lot of emotions. I think it's going to be very real that I'm across the world. So mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to keeping myself busy and then feeling it later. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you doing? Do you have plans? So, yeah, I've been kind of holding out on you guys. Um, So here we go. Um, I have a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you said it. So I don't have to. I've been scared to slip for a very long time. Okay, keep going. Food just literally fell out of her mouth. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's just, yeah, I'm, I, just, I don't know. Yeah, okay, so here we go. I don't know why I'm so awkward about these things. I have a boyfriend. He's taking me home for Christmas. So currently we are on the South Island of New Zealand and we are going to go up to the North Island of New Zealand. We are going to spend two whole weeks together and um, meeting his friends and family and exploring the North Island. And um, yeah, and I'm going to keep it together. I'm like anxious. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm like scared of having a full-on mental breakdown um, because I miss my family. Um, Yeah, it seems like that after Christmas, I'll probably have a whole podcast just dedicated to that. (laughs) And we'll be here waiting to offer you a space. It's it's honestly a lot. Like honestly, he um he's amazing. Uh we've known each other since the end of August and um things are great, but it is it's just yeah, it's just it's a lot of of different things to navigate. So, yeah. But okay. it will be fine. And I'm very excited to go up north and like I'm sure his family and friends are awesome. So, Okay, one more thing, just not about Christmas, but it's so weird because I've only ever dated in like relatively small towns, right? And so like, I don't know, I can't fact check him, you know, like no one I know knows him. And so it'll be, I think it's just, that's a whole nother aspect to a relationship is seeing how people interact with their people and who, how they show up as them with the people that they love the most, you know, I think, so I'm very excited to just see that depth too. Yeah. It's really interesting. I really like, like seeing how people interact with their families <clears throat> because I mean, just cause your family doesn't mean you have to get along. And like, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see like Ryan's always like, yeah, you can love someone, but not like them. Yeah. And I never understood what he meant by that until watching people interact like really observing like and family especially because I always think it's like you'll always have a place of love but that doesn't mean you like them and you'll always wish them well and you'll always be there like and I shouldn't say that but like if they're lying on their bed like you might show up or you might you know be like send a prayer out for them or something but I never really understood that. But then once you started really, like, I really started observing families. It's like, oh, that's what he means by that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how people enter those places of conflict or dis-ease or whatever. Because that shows a, their character. It really does. 
Mm-hmm. And I think with family too, you're dealing with the inner child shit, right? So like when I, like I am me through and through, like what you see is what you get. It's not like I'm different for with different people, but I think different people bring different things out in me. So like if you and I are hanging out, it's like, I think that you get all of me, like the most authentic version because our relationship started when I was in a healthy place. Like I knew who I was, I knew what I wanted and I, and I'm not afraid to shine in front of you. Like I know you're not going to try and dim my light or any of that stuff. I think oftentimes with my family, it's like I get back into that little girl that's like, don't talk too much. <laughs> They'd probably be like, whatever, you never shut up, Kaylin. But like, you know, like don't shine too bright. You'll make them uncomfortable is kind of how I go back into that. So I think that people that meet me and then see me around my family um, would be shocked. And that didn't come clear to me until my friend Laura um, that I worked with said that. She's like, as soon as your mom came down, came into the office, your vibration went down like seven knots. Like I was meeting her where she was at. And I didn't even consciously know that. I'm just like, she's vibing low. I'll match her. And I think that that's so interesting. So it's good awareness for me. And I know that my family doesn't like put that on me. And it's just like, okay, you know what? I don't care if I make people uncomfortable. We're going to have fun. I'm going to be vibing high. Either you match me or you don't. If you find me that annoying, cool. I'll leave. <laughs> no, for sure. No, we actually, it was inter- we had, I like with Rayella conversation about that. Like, you never match yourself for acceptance. Like match yourself to someone for acceptance. People do not like me because I am loud. And I, when I'm happy, I'm happy. And when I'm upset, I'm upset. And it's taken me a long time. But like I told her, I won't change myself to make mm-hmm. others like me anymore. You don't have to like me. But what I do demand, and I hope you demand of me as well as respect like I can see you, you can say, Hey, I'll say, Hey, we'll be on our way. Maybe we make small talk because of the environment we're in, but you don't have to like me. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a bit, that's so hard to learn as an adult. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine trying to wrap your head around that as an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. But the amount of knowing that she knows now will save her from years of unlearning yeah and that's the thing it's just like you just keep talking I know at the end of the day I am and I say this but just mommy and I'm not in school where she's mm-hmm. dealing with schoolyard rules but I all I can hope is that when I keep repeating I keep showing up in that same way it will sit in her brain and carry her through because yeah it's a hard concept to learn that not everyone's gonna like you and that's okay and don't change yourself mm-hmm and, and this really relates to Christmas too, because the amount of people that are so scared of putting boundaries up mm-hmm. is, is real. Like, and when I talk to people after they've put up boundaries, they're like, oh God, I feel so good. Or like that relationship really healed or it didn't, but mm-hmm. I have peace. And like, they were not able to pay 
the price that it takes to be in my life and that's okay. I can love them from afar. I can send them light. There's no hard feelings. It's just I respect myself enough not to let toxic people in. Mm-hmm. And the season is for you to enjoy. Like, oh gosh, the amount of people that are probably walking around dreading, hating, like frustrated mm-hmm. about this upcoming holiday season. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed um, to enjoy this season. This season's supposed to be one of love, light, and happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not happy, hanging out with someone like don't think you are allowed to be like hey you know what I think this Christmas I'm just feeling like keeping it low-key I'm gonna stay home like you're Mm -hmm. allowed to do that and if they want to get mad that's on them again I know it's easier to say than do but Mm -hmm. like you're allowed to think of yourself during this season as well let's not selfish Best advice I got for you guys is unclench your jaw and your booty hole and freaking enjoy yeah. it. Like, don't be uptight. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. And you know what? Appreciate people. Oh, this, this changed my whole perspective on my entire family. This is when I really started enjoying Christmas. Because I am a fixer. I would always overanalyze my family and be like, oh, my God, why can't you do this? Oh, my God, are you serious? You're drinking more? Like, do you really need another alcoholic beverage? Like, Lord, save us all, you know? And I went into Christmas with so much judgment without knowing it. And I just wanted that. I just want the best for my family. I just wish that they could see, like, when you really just start living in your truth, how easy life can be. And, like, it's okay to vibe a little bit higher, you know? Um. But once I started appreciating them for exactly who they are and where they're at, um, I fell in love with Christmas again. Uh, that's a pretty bold statement. Maybe not. But like, um, I I was able to enjoy found myself. Joy. You found joy yeah. in Christmas again. Yeah, I found joy because it's not my job to fix anyone. It's not my job to judge anyone. And like, how freaking fun is it that my family has so many different personalities in it? Like... None of it's normal, but it's entertaining. <laughs> and I just I just appreciate it for what it is. And I think being away from them this year is like they're actually pretty cool. <laughs> no, yeah. for sure. We could do a whole episode on the fixers, because I'm a fixer. Yeah. I want to fix everyone and then I get extremely frustrated when I cannot fix everyone. And and also it's not my job to fix them and they don't need fixing. This is also something I need to like untrain my brain and I'm doing but like I don't need to be fixed. No. I need to fall into myself. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's no fixing like I'm not broken. (laughs) No. I just need to find that fire that's me and, you know, fall into it. And then lead by example. And I think the people pleasers and the fixers of the world are actually just avoiders. If we focus on everyone else and we never have to focus on ourselves. Oh, true. And and like, if you feel called out right now, I'd be like, I've been there. But. Mm -hmm. When you start prioritizing and loving on yourself and you get your glow back, people are going to be like, what 
are you doing differently? And they're going to want some of that. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you get to tell them, this is what I've been doing. This is what I found helpful. And if they choose to do that, awesome. You inspired someone. And if they choose not to do it, that's okay. They're not there on their journey. And that's fine. Mm, I really like, yeah. But you People can show pleasing them that possible. Mm-hmm. So true. If Yeah, if you heard that and you're like, oh. Like, I've been there. Oh, gosh, yeah. Did I just want to people please and fix people to avoid my own shit? Mm-hmm. And and so did I. And then I thought that I was like, oh, look at me. I'm prioritizing myself. You know, this is what I preach. Everything's good. And then I got put in New Zealand. And I was like, holy shit. Like, now I'm really doing it. Like, and I tried to find everyone around here. I'm like, who needs help? Who needs, like, should I volunteer? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I, like, someone needs me. And I'm like, you need you, Kaylin. You need you. That's who needs you. Mm-hmm. So stop. Full stop. It's you. That needs you. So, and that's been beneficial. And all of my relationships have benefited from me doing that. I love it. Me too. All right. Let's wrap this up. Merry freaking Christmas. Merry freaking Christmas, everyone. I do truly hope that this holiday season does bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I invite you, if you're feeling overwhelmed, um, angry, sad, frustrated to just like Kaylin said, unclench your jaw, drop those shoulders and just breathe for a moment. Remind yourself that you are worthy of enjoying this season too. You don't have to make this season magical for everyone. Mm -hmm. Your presence and your happiness within yourself is a present. Like Rowan asked me the other day, what do you want for Christmas? And I just, I want everyone to be happy this Christmas, mm-hmm. truly happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my Christmas wish to you is that you do find joy. You find happiness this season, however big or small that is. Mm-hmm. Something that and, lights you up. And you make space for the emotions that come. Like, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, Mel, like this is probably going to be a very hard Christmas for your family and it's like you're not going to be happy 24-7 you're also going to be grieving and that's okay and what a beautiful thing to do is is grieve you know like it's I don't know grieving and I also grieving is so beautiful when you really look at it Mm -hmm. because it means that what you were grieving had an impact on your life And when you think of it that way, how beautiful, Mm -hmm. like grieving the loss of loved ones, it hurts, but it's because they had such an impact on your life. Mm -hmm. And that is just, ah, yeah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. It's hard, but also beautiful. Um. One quick thing here. Mm. Mel, why do you think Santa's sack is so big? 
Oh, gosh. That's a quirky joke. Dirty. Because he's got big balls? Because he only comes once a year. (laughs) And on that note, thanks for stripping with us. Stay weird.